Welcome to the Janesville Jamble. I'm Steve. I'm Nick. And this episode of the Janesville Jamble is brought to you by... Mario's Pizza. We're yeah. at the corner of Rockport and Jackson. Man, that was good pizza. Now it's just a empty lot, isn't it? I believe so. But man, that was good. It was good. You know, after a long day of waiting in line at the polls for city council voting, <sighs> stop down and get a pie from Mario's. Oh, yeah. Maybe stop into... It's not 708 Club. No, what is that? It's like Mama's something. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, her mom's name bar. I can't remember the name of it. Hmm. But they always go to Nick's Dugout down the, down Nick's the street. Day. Can't go wrong, Nick's Dugout. No, no. You know, it's Nick's Dugout or you know, Zacco's. No, is it still game day? I think it is game day, yeah. Okay. Good fish from what I hear. Really? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Interesting. So, anyways... We uh, what are you doing tonight? yeah. Well, th- first of all, thanks to our sponsor. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't be here without our our uh, generous sponsors, and, you know, like Mario's Pizza and, and others. But uh, well, and, and thank you. We are doing our last um, city council candidate interviews. Yeah, and uh, this is our last one, I believe. And uh, thank you again to all of them that chose to be on the Jamble. I know that um, just. Their time has to be precious. I mean, I know much. It's hard to try to schedule these things, and we really appreciate them reaching out and talking with us and spending a little time with us. So, it's been a lot of fun, and I've learned a lot of things about them. It's um, nice to it's nice to hear them in a non scripted kind of all business interview because you don't normally hear that. And I don't want to. Obviously, we're biased and we're bragging a little bit, but. I, but for real, I think, you know, if you've heard any of the other interview candidate, uh, candidates talk, it's nice to kind of hear them just maybe be themselves a little bit if that's the, you know, just kind of re- relax, laid back. And that was kind of the point of a lot of our questions is, you know, just to have fun and, you know, just you kind of get, you maybe get to know a little bit about a person. Yeah. More. Maybe that helps you. Maybe it doesn't. But, I, you know... I, some of the council, some of the candidates talked about you know getting up in front of the council and the nerves, and then uh, you know some. This is not comfortable for a lot of people, and you could tell some of the the questions that we asked up, up front. There were nerves, but as you get going, you get to really know that they, they relax and they get to know each other. And I think one thing you have to remember to Steve and Janesville out there, everyone, is that everyone that is on that council, they're people, just like you. You know, they don't plug into an outlet at the end of the meeting. They're not robots. Right. If you listen to some of these interviews, they're people just like you and I. They have families, kids, grandkids maybe, um, you know, and they're just trying to do what's best for what they think's best for Janesville and um, just like you and, and everybody else. So, and that's what I think I like about this is because it shows the human side. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, you know, kudos to all of the candidates who really stepped up and took a risk. I mean, they they put their name literally on the dotted line. And they don't have to. I mean, uh, they, um, they don't get anything out of it. It's me, free. And don't get me wrong. I mean, we're like a week or two away from being syndicated. But <laughs> to be able to take to be able to take some time and, and talk with us in the jamble, I mean, I, I, I really appreciate it. I know you do, Steve. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I hope you do too as well, Janesville. And, um Enjoy our last interview. Yeah, uh, we had a great interview, uh, a good time with uh, Dave Marshak, Janesville resident, and is here, uh, came from Detroit, south of Detroit, around Detroit area. So a uh, really good interview. And again, you get to know not just some of the, the platforms and the forums that you typically hear on 
you know, all the candidate forums, but get to know Dave a little bit. So uh, I hope you enjoy uh, this interview. So uh, I guess with that, what do you think? We get to uh, Mr. Marshak and... Let's get that tape rolling. Let's get the eight track going. Just be kind, rewind. That's right. Dave Marshak, Janesville City Council candidate. All right, Nick, we are on to our next candidate, the Janesville Jamble, Janesville City Council candidate forum. That just rolls off the tongue. It's just, we're just plugging away. I know it, I know it. So uh, giving all the uh, Janesville Jamble listeners uh, a a different take on some of the the council candidates, you're going to hear a lot of forums or have an opportunity to listen to a lot of forums here over the next few weeks as we get close to the April election, but uh, we'll do it in a little bit different style. And our uh, next guest is uh, Dave Marshak. Dave, Janesville resident and Janesville City Council candidate. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, hey, thanks for coming on. It, it's uh, it's great to hear you, and I haven't yeah. I haven't seen you in a while, and especially with no, COVID. No, no, uh, it's been a while. It's been and a while. And hey, just full disclosure. First podcast ever, so. Whoa. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> this is, wow. Hey, us too. So, <laughs> really? <so. laughs> we really don't have a podcast. We just called and said, hey, do you want to talk? No. <laughs> well, you know, if you've listened to any of our uh, jambles that we've done before, it's, I mean, obviously we don't take ourselves too seriously here, but obviously right. you've got some of the questions. I mean, you're going to get these questions through other uh, local news sources and whatnot, but our, our our intent really is just to kind of like Steve said, just get to know you a little bit. Um, pretty laid back. I'd like to tell people it's like you know being at Mocha Moment, having a cup of coffee with somebody, or having a beer with somebody down at a at Rock Honey Brewing or something like that. You know, just pretty laid back and uh, you know have have a little bit of fun. No yeah. wrong answers in any of this stuff. Just for well, fun. there could be. Well, yeah, and, but yeah, as we get to the as we get to the important questions, there could be wrong answers. Well, these are yeah. No. You're only going to hear those questions here. I can, t- I can yeah. guarantee that. But, but as much, we'll have fun. So at the end, it's more of a test, not an interview. At the end, it's let's just put it. It's kind of like if you've ever had to testify before, how that feels. <laughs> so you know, think sweaty palms, think you know, knots, butterflies <laughs> in the stomach, kind of thing. I mean, this is not this is varsity squad stuff, right? Yeah, here. yeah. This we're not. Is, you're not uh, Saturday morning. This is Friday night lights. Here, yeah, I mean, exactly. Oh boy, <laughs> this is definitely not sixty minutes. We're they're they're not qualified. Yeah, we're like thirty five seconds. <laughs> All right, should we get going? Ahead? Anyway, yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Enough about <laughs> us and what we're doing, goofies. Uh, you know, tell us a little about uh, about you and you know. Uh, where you, where you've been, where you come from, and why in the heck do you sure. want to run for Janesville City Council? Yeah, you can leave out the witness protection program if you don't feel like that's comfortable. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, you know, I am originally grew up in the Detroit area, a uh, suburb just about 30 miles north of Detroit. I uh, came to Wisconsin in uh, 1985, uh, came out here, went to school up in Madison, uh, and then moved to Janesville in 91, got my first job out of college uh, at Valley Bank at the time. Uh-huh. Um, and I stayed there through a couple name changes uh, to M&I, then to BMO. Um, and then for the last six years, I've been at First National Bank. So so I'm not, I'm not a, a lifetime resident of Janesville, but I've been here a long time. I raised my family here. I got two kids, um, my daughter, Allie. She's up in De Pere, uh, 
just had a, our first grandchild. Well, it's almost been two years now, which is crazy to think. So she's she's uh, busy taking care of her. And uh, my son, Ryan, still here in town. He's a, he's a CPA over at Baker Tilly. I've uh, been there a couple of years now. And then uh, my wife and I live here uh, with our three dogs. So uh, Jane and I, we've been married uh, over 30 years now. So it's um, we're still wow. we're still toughing it out with each other, I guess. <laughs> Congratulations on the uh, new granddad. Yeah, thing. being a granddad. Yeah, that's, uh, that's exciting. You know, everyone tells you, well, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And you say, oh, yeah, I'm sure it will be. But you just don't understand until you actually have a grandkid. It's unbelievable. It really is. That's awesome. So real quick, I know you talk, you, you mentioned Valley Bank. Was was that, and granted, you came in after, so I'm not going to hold you to That Was that before or after Bank of Wisconsin? That was after. Okay, all right. Yep, and I know it was just after because I know that original that bank was originally Merchants and Savings they built, and then they tore that down along the west side of the river, which is now the deck for the hotel. Um, right. My mom worked at Merchants and Savings for a long time, so yeah. Oh, okay. But anyways, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll hit a couple of well, the, the traditional uh, questions here for most forums, but. Um, Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, so is I'm not sure. Is this your first time then running for city council, Dave? Yes, it okay. is. All right. Well, I don't imagine keep the questions easy. <laughs> no worries there. No worries there. And I don't know if you're like a regular listener to you know WCLO, and a lot of times you always hear people calling in. And uh, first of all, hats off to you for you know taking out papers and, and running because yeah. obviously you you have ideas and there's things you hope to accomplish and. Um, you know, a lot of people just kind of complain or they just talk, but when, you know, push comes to shove, you know, you know if you want to change it, you know, be the change you look to seek, right? And so kudos to right. that. Um, I have to imagine, what are some things then that, if elected, you would like to try to accomplish in your first term? So, yeah, and, and you know, I, and maybe this is wrong. Again, this is my first shot at it. I didn't really run with a, an agenda in mind or, gosh, I got to go fix this. You know, but but I do have some priorities, right? And so, you know, some of them, anybody that knows me knows that I'm pretty passionate about downtown Janesville. I've been involved in downtown Janesville for probably 15 years. Uh, I've been through a couple name changes there, too, from the Downtown Development Alliance to Downtown Janesville, Inc. So I'm all about going through name changes, I guess. (laughs) Um, So so that's one thing is, is, you know, I want to make sure that we continue the, the great momentum we've got downtown and we're supporting you know the downtown businesses and doing what we need to do you know and part of it is you know downtown i've read a lot about stuff and in a lot of places you read downtown is the heart of the community right and and so it's, it's important to have a good vibrant downtown because when people are coming to look to where they want to live or where they want to relocate their business you know they look to the downtown what what are my employees going to be able to do are they going to be happy are they going to be able to find things to do um and families you know are looking for things to do as well so you know there seems to be a lot of people might say oh we're so much focused on downtown well there's a reason for that i think it's really critical so so i think that's definitely one of my priorities um I'm a banker, so guess what? You know, I'm going to be digging into that budget because that's what I do all day, every day. You know, and, and I think fiscal responsibility is, is just key. And and the other thing that people will find out about me is is I'm all about balance, right? And so it's important to find the right balance because 
we can't we can't tax people out of their houses, right? We got to keep taxes reasonable, but we also have to be able to provide services and amenities that that continue to make Janesville a great place to live. So, so you really got to find that balance of being able to generate enough revenue to to accomplish what you need to accomplish to continue to make Janesville great, but you also got to be careful that you're not uh, overburdening the the taxpayers with with their taxes. So um, small business, you know, I think it's important that we continue to support small businesses, you know, and a lot of times, you know, they don't have the, the staff and the resources to, to accomplish some of the bigger companies, you know, so they need help and they need to have resources. And, and I think the city can be a good resource. And I think there's some, some good help available now. And we just got to keep that, keep that going. Um, what do you, what do you think that, um, how can the city and and you as a council person, where is, where is that help? And and how can we continue to get that, um, to those small businesses? Well, part, part of it is, is helping businesses know what resources are out there. Okay. So they don't have the time to go and look and hunt and find out what resources are out there. You know, and the other thing is, is to help them navigate through, processes because there's processes for everything and 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 those are necessary and sometimes they can be very you know small businesses might think oh my gosh i'm jumping through all these hoops just to open my doors well there's reasons for those hoops but but i think what the city can do is 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 help navigate and not just say here you go do this and tell us when you're done but really help them through that process because that that's where that point where i was talking about where they don't they don't have the, the ability. They don't have staff to help them figure out how to do that. It's a lot of times it's it's one person, and so just providing a roadmap and, and helping them through the process. So you're gonna and just one more quick follow up on this. You probably already have gotten the question about the transportation utility. Um, my my question is more along the lines of in the in the last week, Governor Evers in his budget proposal. Um, it sounds like there may be a potential for a allowing a, a local mis- municipality to have a half percent uh, sales tax as long as it goes to referendum. Just curious, um, you know, there's the the, trans- the transportation utility being uh, bantered around, a lot of controversy around that. There's also this new potential again, referendum uh, based, and it still needs to pass through the budget process. Um, what are your thoughts on on Either, number one, do you think that the current council should decide the transportation utility or should the next seated council decide it? And then what are your thoughts on uh, the, the sales tax versus that transportation utility? Okay, so, so here's the selfish answer. Yeah, I figured out before, I, before the next council gets seated in case I'm on there. <laughs> um, but but the, the real truth of it is is... We, I think we need to slow this process down. Um, and I know they've been looking at it for a long time. And I've been following it for a couple months now. And there's just a lot of unanswered questions. There's, you know, I, I'm very concerned about the, the burden that it's going to put on businesses. And again, a lot of them, those small businesses may be impacted pretty significantly. And, and there's just a lot of unanswered questions. So I, I think we need to take a step back, slow down. Um, and engage the business community because I applaud the city for looking for a solution because infrastructure and roads is a real problem. 
you know, the, the way that it's being funded right now is not sustainable long term. And, and they look for kind of an out-of-box solution. So that's great. But I think we just need to slow down and, and engage the business community and say, hey, look, here's our problem. Let's all figure out a solution together. And because right now, I just, I've got a lot of concerns with it right now. Now, I, I do have a lot of questions that are unanswered yet, and maybe they get answered and it makes sense. But I think the process just needs to slow down. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, I think the the road uh, the roads wouldn't be a problem if it wasn't for this kid back in the 90s with his uh, Z24 burn, doing burnouts. I think the roads would be fine, but nope, you had to ruin it, didn't you? It was a five-speed manual. What do you expect me to do? <laughs> so, I mean, they wouldn't put five speeds on there if they expect you to open up a little bit. All right, yeah, see? You know. Well, anyway. maybe, maybe that's what we do is we tax people based on what kind of cars they drove when they were young and stupid. You know, that's funny you mentioned that because I probably wouldn't pay any taxes because it was like Cavalier, Cavalier, Cavalier. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny, though, because I, you know, talking to my dad growing up, it's just, you know, growing up when I was growing up in the 80s and 90s and, you know, you didn't have the classic cars. And I had my dad talking to me, oh, I had a 57 Chevy Bel Air, I had a 62 Corvette, yeah. I had an MG. In fact, long story short, but he was actually, when he was going to pick up my mom, for their, one of their first dates, he actually got into a car accident. Go figure. Somebody T-boned and his head went through the windshield of his baby blue MG. Oh. And uh, luckily, oh. he wasn't seriously injured. Um, but when he picked her up, maybe a couple hours later, he's like, I was in a car accident. And he, she's like, oh, sure. Yeah, right. And then he shows her a picture of, you know, his head that went through the But yeah. Car tax. Yeah. I, I'm not paying much for taxes, unlike Steve here. I'm sure he probably. In my 78 Chevette. Yeah, know. that was a yeah. A lot. I, I had a Pontiac Phoenix, so I might get paid. <laughs> <laughs> we feel sorry for you. Here's some money. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, kind of getting back to some of those, uh, the question you talked about with a lot of those challenges, and you know, you hear it all the time with you know people calling in with WCLO and everything like that. I mean, how do you, as a city council member, how do you uh, work with residents, and how do you try to? get some of those solutions and mitigate some of those challenges what how do you because obviously everybody has their own way of how they think it's supposed to work and how do you listen to those ideas and how do you what are your plans for that so all citizens feel like they're not they're involved and maybe not alienated do you have any thoughts on that yeah so so the other thing you know I, I, like i said I, i'm all about balance and the other thing is is I, I, I'm very, I'm a very thoughtful person, not like, well, I am caring too, but I, I'm a thoughtful person. So anything that comes in front of me, whether it's from a, a resident or, you know, the city brings something to the council, people can rest assured that, that I'm, I'm going to make my decisions after a lot of thought. I'm going to give whatever input I can, do the research. Um, you know, I don't take any decisions lightly, no matter what they are. I really take the time to try and understand them. And so, you know, if I, if I get an email from a, a you know, a resident that, that has a concern and then I think it's something we need to look into, then I'll take the time and look into it and, and, and see if, if there is a solution or a better way to do something. Well said. Very fair. All right. So we were talking about, you know, being on the witness stand. This is where Uh-oh. this is where the the easy questions ended. Yeah, the pregame is done. Now now it's time <laughs> okay. for the uh, the serious questions. Right? That's right. These are the the tough ones. Again, I've been. This is where I'm I'm sitting in the in the ballot box and I've got my little black marker just over the bubble. These are make or break. 
But uh, that's uh, what the listeners are dying to know. That's right. So I get to know you a little bit here. So, um, you know, music, music is, uh, you know, it, it's a story of, of, of life. And just wondering, on your either playlist or in your album collection or in your CDs, uh, what do you have? What, what's your genre, and what do you have currently playing? So. <laughs> I've got just about every genre you can think about. So I guess, you know, I'd say 80s, 80s rock. That, that's kind of my bread and butter, okay? Now, some people call that the oldies now. You know, it's an oldies station now. It's like, no, that, that, was, that was just a couple years ago. I, I know, like, right? Um, but, but, you know, so, so I've got, I got U2 and Van Halen on my playlist. I also have the Bee Gees. I got Elvis, you know? I don't tell everybody that. Well, I guess I am now. You are now. Um, so <laughs> I listen to a very wide range of music. I do still have some vinyl albums. Um, best Father's Day gift I ever got. My kids bought me one of those convert vinyl to MP3 players when those were still a thing. So cool. I never had an eight track. Not that old. I like I like the eighties rock. And now here's here's make it or break it. Like this is a follow up. I, I want to vote for you, but here if you answer wrong, then I just can't do it. So here here's <laughs> here's the question: Is it Van Hagar? Or Van Roth for Van Halen, Roth or Hagar? Oh man! You, so I've I've had this I've had this argument with a good friend of mine. <laughs> yep. Um, and this okay, Van Halen, okay. Van Roth. Yes. But now, okay. The the point that that he has made is Van Hagar was probably a he was probably a better singer technically, but from an entertainment standpoint, David Lee Roth all the way. He was a showman. Okay, but you, so you have to pick one though. So you, you know, gun to the head, proverbial. Who you David got? Roth. David Lee Roth. Roth. Okay. All right. All right. No, no wrong no answers. Questions. In my mind, there's no question. I, I agree with but you he too. Made with a good the, point about the quality, I guess, of singing. But I, I, I think I agree with you though. Definitely with the showmanship, Roth, and yeah, for yeah. sure vocals, Hagar. Yep. And, and just a, a random note. So I do listen to talk radio in the morning, local and. They were mentioning that um, a study, recently a study came out and 80s rock and um, 80s metal, studies show that that reduces anxiety for what it's worth. I have to go to Dorothy's Records and I know. myself a, there you go. a new vinyl. Well, moving right along here, if you could have dinner with anyone besides family members, because that's always easy, right? You know, your grandpa is no longer yep. here or something like that. So omitting that, who would be at your dinner table and why? Oh, and why? See, okay. That so, uh, <laughs> so, so I do. You know, we talk about music. I love music. I music all the time. I would love to sit down with Bono and Steven Tyler and kind of together because I think that'd be wow. a pretty interesting little conversation there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I find them both intriguing in different ways. You know, um, Bono just seems like such a smart, well-read, uh, just interesting guy, and Steven Tyler, I think, would just have some fun stories to listen to. Man, can you imagine? Can you imagine his life from like the mid seventies to mid eighties? Oh man! Well, you're definitely about balance, like you said earlier, because that is some balance right there between yeah. those two guys. In fact, I was talking to actually one of the last candidates that we had talked to about. Um, I don't know if you like jazz or not. Um, Chris Bodie, he's a big trumpet guy. Um, he did a rendition of "Smile," the Jimmy Durante song. And Steven yeah. Tyler did it. 
so he was on stage with him. So you get a chance, look it up. Steven Tyler Smile with Chris Body, B O T T I. Very, very good Write rendition. It down. Yep. Awesome rendition. Very, very cool. And he actually he did it in Boston at a live show and he his dad was in the audience right in the first row. Uh, yeah. So, but that yeah, very cool. Very cool. Uh, so um next question here is just really about kind of uh, a favorite saying quote you know you get up in the morning what what makes you move what keeps you going every day do you have that quote that saying that uh keeps that uh that spirit going every day so um i got two is that is that fair absolutely okay so the one the one that 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 kind of one that kind of keeps me going and, and maybe defines me a little bit and I don't know who said this, so I'm going to take credit until somebody proves me wrong. Um, but it's, nobody can do everything, but everybody can do something. And, and to me, that, that, that says it all. is you, know, you don't have to go out and solve every problem in the world, but find your something and go do it. You know, mm-hmm. um, So that's the one that kind of, I like that one a lot for, for life. And then the, the back to music, the other one that I've always thought was a cool line from a Rush song. Um, is you know if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. Oh, that's good. Those Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I worked at Canadian Bank for a little while, so I actually, you know, I have a funny story about that because I'm a hockey player, so um, pretty much everything in Canada I love. And uh, you know, I was funny. I was up there. I think I maybe was Canadian in a former life for some reason because <laughs> when we were up there. Uh, visiting, we're just wandering around downtown Toronto, and all of a sudden, I'm someone who asked me for directions, and for some reason, I knew how to get them where they needed to go. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why, because I was only on day two of being up there. So I'm giving them directions, and all of a sudden, I just blurted it out. Like I think I hung on to my vowels a little bit, and I think I said "oot" or something like that, or "got." Or it was to clearly like a Canadian accent. And a buddy of mine that I was up there, he just kind of looks at me like he's like, "I think you're like you're like." kind of becoming Canadian in some weird way. So it's just, I don't know, a funny story about that. But, hey, unrelated question. I'm going to go completely off topic here because this is something I've always kind of wondered about. And you mentioned being a banker. And uh, so I've always wondered, you know, in the movies and everything, like, they always had, like, those green hats, you know, like the guys that were in banks, right? They always had, like, the oh, green yeah. hat. And, they and, then, and then you always had those green lamps, why is that? Is is that something with glare, or is it something with? Do you know? I mean, it, you know what I mean. Like those little like kind of painter type hats that had the green I, visor. I know exactly the visors. What you're talking about. Yeah. I why have is that? Absolutely no idea why. Huh? I'm gonna have to do some research. If on you're that. if you were elected to the council, that's your first job. That's I'm yeah. gonna be calling. We're gonna be emailing, well, emailing and, you. And on you that. always saw those those lamps with the little pull down. On off, yep. right yeah. with the green. You always yep. saw them in libraries too, but you, I, you always saw them in banks. I, I don't, you know, it has yeah, to be green something. for money. Maybe they were just maybe you know, green for money. Huh? Uh, well, if anybody's listening out, yeah, out there, let yeah, us know because I, know. I'm just curious. Got to have a reason. But um, sticking with just kind of random questions. So we talked about sayings, quotes. We talked about dinner. Now I know you mentioned that you know you're. Well, actually, we'll skip. We'll go to that one next. You can do the the Bessie question. Um, what, so you've been in Janesville since I think you said 1991 is what, if I remember correctly. Uh, yep. now what is one business you've been here long enough? What is one business that's no longer here that you'd frequent tomorrow? If it were still around, does anything come to mind? So in, in, yes. So Damon's and, oh, and the reason oh, wow. being not yes. so much that it's 
great food or anything like that. But we as a family used to go to Damon's all the time to play the trivia. So did we. Trivia. Yep. Loved it. Yeah. So if, if Damon's opened up tomorrow, I call Allie and say, hey, come on down. I get Ryan out of work and we go play some trivia at Damon's. Nice. My brother and I do the same thing. Yeah, I totally forgot about well, they have. I mean, they have that at Buffalo Wild Wings, but it's not really the same. I don't oh, think. no. There's, it, do they have it? No, no. No one has Damon's trivia. No. That was really good. You're right. It was. It was. I still, yeah, yeah. Good times. Good yeah. answer. Good answer. So, and, and, you know, Damon's uh, somewhat close. Yeah, it, it's close to uh, our beloved Bessie. And obviously, every well, hope you, you know Bessie the cow. Um, yep, Janesville's one and only. She's uh, she's our our gal. There is a connection between Elvis Presley and Bessie the cow. You're gonna have to listen to one of the jambles. Uh, one of the oh, other can, one yeah. of the other candidates told out. us a story about that. So yeah. there is a connection between Elvis Presley and Bessie the cow. So, we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah, but but, but so um, back in the well, up until roughly what 2006 2007. You had the Oasis along with Hoffman House, and then there were a bunch of different bars inside the Hoffman House scoreboard. I think was one, yeah. yeah. And then you had the cheese shop, the restaurant, and you had Bessie sitting right out front. And today you have Bessie sitting out in front of Arby's and um, Chipotle and Menards. Oh, here, here it is. It's sad. Here, here, here it is. There's the answer to the question. It's sad. It's sad because oh, this, this is your make or break. In front of the Oasis in a cheese shop in Wisconsin. Oh. There's, there's my vote right there. Yep. There. Yep. <laughs> I already got my black pen ready to go. Yep. I'm, I got my, my mail-in ballot. It's going in today. Yep. Yeah. There's just some... I mean, Bessie, either way, it, it's... She's so unique, and I think it was the Utsigs that um, refurbished her and, and put her back yep. out, but... You know, and it's great to have that that iconic. You know, it was a Snapple commercial at one time back in the nineties. Well, it's just nice that I, I, it's nice you keep some of that history. You know, I mean, it could have easily right. just gotten thrown out, got rid of it, like the Palmer Park waiting pool slides. If you, Steve, you remember those? No, I still have them in me. Actually, I, I think so. I still have a scar. From like one <laughs> I do, I do. But yeah, you know, I, I'm with you, Dave. I mean, there's just something about Bessie hanging out there. Um, and again, you got to move forward, but it's always good to look back and and uh, we all know where Bessie originally came from, and yeah, she's she's right. still sitting pretty, but just in, a, in an odd spot. Yep, yep. All right, so this is the last question, and this question I, I continue to get crap from Nick on this one. Um, you know, we, it's just a little. Cre- I'm going to say it's a little creepy. It's a yeah, it, it's a generational thing, and I don't we, think that was your intent. It really wasn't. And, you know, we we. We we're not asking ages. You, know, you can kind of deduct what the age is based upon you know time. It's a generational. It's question. a generational question, and and it's about fashion. So and fashion can come and go. It can it can be popular today and be back in ten years from now. I think it does come and go. And sure. so I chose pants style as generation. All right. So to not give away ages, but you know if you were in your I'll call it your your late teens and in your twenties. And you were to go into your you know, your your drawer and, and pull out a pair of pants to to head down on State Street. You said he went to to UW, right? Uh, yep, were yep. you a were you a a bell bottom guy? Were you an acid wash jean guy? Did you have tight roll? I don't think you're tight roll. Did you wear zubas? That could be a win right there. Or were you a parachute pant guy? Or actually, even more so, have you worn zubas? 
in the last year during COVID during a Zoom meeting for work or anything. <laughs> hey, what happens in COVID stays in COVID, Actually, right? Actually, I can here wear you go. anything I want at home. In COVID. I mean, let's be. I, I, I've, I've never worn a pair of Zumba. Okay, well, uh, let's be. Let's be. Jeans is what I wore probably. That's 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 about, well, okay, if you get. If you get on city council, I mean, it's clearly obvious it's because of the jamble. But well, there's no question. I, I will yeah. throw that dare out there that you do, if you happen to have a Zoom city council meeting at all, <laughs> you need to have Zubas on. You need to have a pair of Zubas on. If you need help finding Zubas, we can do we're, that. We're here for you. We've got producers with the jamble. We'll get that figured out for you. That's right. Uh, I'll, write, I'll write that note down right yeah. up. Uh, uh, Steven Tyler, Chris Body, smile, look up. I'll, I'll write that note down. <laughs> get, get right on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, so, you know, those are, you're off the witness stand now, by the way, Dave. You're uh, a great witness. Yeah. So, uh, you know, thanks for taking the time. Before we, uh, before we wrap up, I want to make sure the Jamble listeners know how to get in touch with you um, as we go through the the election cycle here up to April. So uh, how can our listeners uh, touch base with you with any questions? Um, call me at the office, 363 um, Yeah, just reach out. Email's probably best. That's what, I, that's what I'm around all the time. So, And I know you do have a, a Facebook page as well for... I do. Yep. Right. Yep. That's that's my kid. My kid put together the old Facebook page. That's probably that's probably the best place actually. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh really appreciate the time tonight, Dave. Um and good luck uh, on your run and, and all the uh, forums and all I can say is uh have have a lot of fun doing it. I mean, it's it's going to be I I hope it's a blast for you and obviously hope the outcome is positive for you, but have a blast. Yeah, best of luck and uh congratulations again on on the grandbaby and uh hope everything works yeah. out great. All right, super. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. Another great candidate interview and uh I've learned that um you're a fan of Steven Tyler and Steven or Chris Bodie. I knew that. But. Well, I, I credit my wife for that. I never really got into jazz too much, and uh, it's just, it's very, I don't know, it, 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 can't even describe it, but yeah. he's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah, do check that out. Uh, YouTube that one, Chris Bodie and Steven Tyler Boston, you'll find it. So, not Boston like the band, but Boston the city. We're going to have to get Steven Tyler on the jamble. There we go. We'll, we'll, we'll give him a call. You realize it can be anybody named Steven Tyler, and that counts, right? In Janesville, right? <laughs> of course. Oh, okay. It is the Janesville Jamble. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, it was a... Great a, interview. Great Thanks interview. Thanks again, for Dave, for uh, Marshik, for coming on and talking with us. Very insightful, and it's nice to kind of get to know him uh, as a person, like I said you know, earlier, that yeah. you know, we need to remember that everyone out there is, you know, they're all residents, they're all just like us out there more or less and you know hopefully what's best for Janesville and we're all people that's right and we look forward to hearing the other forums and you're going to get ready to uh, make a very informed choice in the April uh, general election so yeah a few weeks away or actually depending on when this airs uh, maybe a week or so away so uh, thanks again for uh, for all the listening uh, over the last few weeks of, of the candidates and um, yeah I hope you enjoyed our little kind of unique change in what we normally do uh, with this uh, kind of special uh, segments of city council. 
But yeah. uh, as always, feel free to send us an email at jamesvilljambo at gmail.com. You can also reach out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at jamesvilljambo. And please let us know what you think. Likes, dislikes, comments. Concerns, questions. It's all good. That's happy, right. happy to answer what we can. You got it. And if you also have ideas for um, other topics moving forward, or if you would like to maybe be a guest on the Jambo, or if there's something you want to say about Janesville or something you'd like to contribute, reach out. That's right. We're here for you. So, what do you think? I think it's time to close that book. That's right. Closing time. All right. Well, it's time to, uh, what do you think, jamble out, Nick? I think so. Jamble out, Steve. Jamble out, Janesville.